Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus. Coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. You be I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a heart of said, you can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> Because all my hair fell out. Could be. Did it really? Uh, you've got to regale me with the tale of of the uh, oh my the, the blood God. thing. Dude, the whole deal is that basically the uh, the whole system, the whole blood donor system of the Red yeah. Cross needs completely sure. fucking revamped because they measure your hemoglobin right to decide if you have enough iron in your blood to donate. Okay. And I right. thought I had super blood. This is such a long fucking story. It's a total zigzaster, I would call it. A total zigzaster. A, a zigzaster, beautiful. <laughs> or a zig zigcastrophe, maybe would be a better word. Oh man. So anyways, my my incompetent doctor, who I've been seeing since I I don't even know how this is possible. I've been with the same doctor for thirty two years. And he looks the same he did as the day that I started, so I'm convinced he's probably a vampire. But he's I'm, bathing in I your blood. Know because I, a couple years ago, I was looking on his wall, dude, and it said that he graduated from medical school at the uni- American University of the Virgin Islands. Okay? What? And I was thinking, how good of an education can you get medically at the American University of the Virgin Islands? Sounds to me that like... Sounds- Sounds made like up. A, it's like the St. Edwards of medical schools, probably, <laughs> I would say. They probably they probably have a website now where you can just pay twenty five bucks and print out your degree. You know what? He probably I probably should have looked closer. There probably was like just like a small thing in the corner of his, his medical license that just like had the date and it was printed like four or five years ago. Just <laughs> off of some random website. So this doctor, of course, diagnosed me with super blood. What I what I thought I had was super blood, which is hemochromatosis, because I was storing iron, right? Well, yeah, yeah. It turns I'm familiar out with that. The drinking case of beer a day for ten years will cause you to store iron too, apparently. Really? And, uh, who knew, right? Who knew? Except for everyone on the fucking internet, except for my doctor. 
So he diagnoses me with this hemochromatosis. So I'm going to give blood like every couple of months for about five years, all right? And I would sure. skip it here and there, right? I wouldn't go, and then I'd go because I'm like, oh, I'm feeling tired, blah, blah, blah. I guess I'll go get blood. Maybe my iron is built up. Well, yeah. so I, I'm not feeling good for a couple of months, so I go for three months in a row, okay, to give blood because Uh-oh. his parameters were if my hemoglobin was above 17, I needed to give blood, okay? And sure. the problem with that being my hemoglobin stays above 17 no matter what, apparently. And I was giving blood until my iron stores, which is called your serum ferritin, which is what you're actually supposed to be measuring if you have hemochromatosis. He wasn't even measuring the right thing. What? Yeah. So my serum, normal serum ferritin, Rufus, for a man is between 200 and 400. Okay, that's your iron stores. That's like, and you don't, I didn't realize how important iron is to basically running your whole body, but it's like basically what keeps you alive because it, it keeps oxygen in your blood. Really? So, okay. God damn. I'm feeling so fucking weird, dude, that like every time I'm like doing something, I feel like I'm tripping on acid. And I'm telling my wife, wow. I'm like, I'm so tired. I don't know what's going on. And I feel so weird. So. I go to the doctor, and he's like, you need to be on antidepressants, right? Because I'm telling him I feel weird. He's like, you're just stressed out. You need to be on antidepressants. So he gives me antidepressants. Yeah. So I never took them. I'm like, two days later, I come up. I'm like, I'm not taking these antidepressants. I'm telling you something is wrong with me, right? Yeah. So I go back, and he basically tells me again, you just need to take the antidepressants, and gave me a prescription for Xanax. He's like, you have anxiety. And I'm like, oh, so I go, this is so fucking sad, Rufus, I go and get my own blood test, right? I pay online, you can do this now, you can pay online and get a blood test and get the results sent to you. So I have my serum ferritin checked after checking with Dr. Google, right? That's, <laughs> uh, that's my yeah. doctor from now on. I'm going, I'm straight, I'm just going to Dr. Google from now on. Google knows all, this is true. So I, I have my serum ferritin checked and it's five. It's fucking, it's fucking five. five. Normal four hundred. Holy shit! Yeah, it's five, dude. And I'm scheduled to donate blood in four days. Okay, four days from the date that I checked that. And so, I I go back to the doctor and I'm showing him this fucking piece of paper. I'm like, my fucking serum ferritin is five. He's like, well, you're not anemic because your hemoglobin is saying that it's still at sixteen. And your hematocrit is 48. And I said, my, he, I'm like telling the guy, I'm like, I'm always above 17. Yeah. I've never been below. And he's like arguing with me. What? And I say, well, you know what, dude? I'm not anemic. I'm what they call non-anemic iron depleted. Right? And so he's like, okay, well, you need to go. He said, this is beyond me. He must have known right at that moment that he didn't know what the fuck. Because oh, my God. Wait, dude, this gets so much richer. He's like, you need to go to this hematologist. I'm like, great, which I okay. should have been doing probably long when he thought I had hemochromatosis. Yeah. So I go to the fucking hematologist, and I'm telling him what's going on. He's like, oh, my God, you know what? You were one blood donation away from going into cardiac arrest. Holy fuck. But but he says it basically in broken fucking Chinese because this guy speaks basically no fucking English. Right? I mean, literally, okay. this guy, 
speaks no English. But it didn't really matter because when I went to see him, all right, I waited yeah. Yeah. I waited in his office, right, for like an hour. Then he comes sure. in the room, and he talks on the phone about some other case for 10 minutes, okay, to some other person, then leaves the room for like five minutes, then comes back and says to me, you know what, I don't want you to take any iron supplements. I want you to see if you can try to fix this on your own, right, just by eating green leafy vegetables and red meat. And in the meantime, I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm going insane, dude. Like the anxiety that you get from having anemia, I can see why like young girls who are anorexic kill themselves. Because I really okay, so, this is Go ahead. Let me let me let me stop you here. So you were four days away from giving blood again when this guy yes. said if you give blood again, you're gonna fucking die, basically. Yeah, yes. Exactly. And if okay. I wouldn't this is the crazy part is if I wouldn't have went and had that serum ferritin test by myself because no one ordered it, I had to pay for it out of my pocket, I would be fucking dead right now, probably. That is fucking insane, dude. Now, my mind is blown. I had no idea that the, the, the ship went this deep. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just want to make sure how close to death you actually were. Yes, I, I was I was three days from being dead, or probably at least a vegetable. <laughs> oh, God. So I go to this guy, and he says, don't take any iron supplements, blah, 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 in, like, this broken English. He didn't listen to one word I said. He was looking at, like, these blood tests that I had, and he was, like, circling stuff, but then, like, repeating stuff that he said to me that he had said to the people on the phone. So he was, like, getting my shit confused with whoever he had been talking on the phone with. Oh, my God. So I leave there, and I immediately go get some fucking uh, iron supplements, right? I'm like, no, I'm not listening to this fucking guy. I'm taking fucking iron supplements. I'm taking triple what they fucking tell me to take. Wow. So, wow. so I go, and I'm, I'm researching on Dr. Google, and I'm taking these fucking iron supplements, and I actually reach out to a hematologist. This is so sad, dude. I had to go to, like, a, hema, a free hematologist, like, message board, right, where these hematologists just, like, hang out and answer your questions for free. Yeah. And I put on there what I was doing, and the guy's like, you need to go back to your doctor and get Ferex 150. He's like, you'll never get better like that, taking those fucking over-the-counter shit. He's like, it'll take you two or three years to get your fucking iron up. Holy shit. Right. I mean, that's the same thing I'm thinking, because I'm like, I'm like, I've been taking it for like two weeks. I still feel really weird. And the guy's like, that shit is not going to work for you. He's like, most of that is pissed out. You know what I mean? He's like, most of that is eliminated in your urine. You need to go back to your doctor and tell him to give you Ferex. So I go back to my doctor, okay? And I tell him, I need this Ferex. And he's like, well, you can't take that because you have hemochromatosis. And I'm like, have I ever been officially tested for fucking hemochromatosis? Or is this just like some off-the-cuff, you know, I had a high iron test one time, so you did that. He's like, well, because there's a genetic test now. So he's like, no, you've never been genetically tested for it, but, you know, it just, all the symptoms were there. So I'm like, well, I want the fucking genetic test for this fucking thing, right? Uh Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I I finally talked him into getting me the genetic test and, like, 18 other fucking tests that he added on to it, I guess because he gets a kickback, you know, like all these jacks, all the stuff that, like, he's like, you know what, if it's not that, it could be cancer, 
The guy fucking told me. I mean, what kind of doctor says that to someone? You might have cancer. And I'm like, okay. So I go and get all these tests. Okay, keep this in mind, though, Rufus, right? He orders all these extra tests. But I'm anemic, but I have to give, like, fucking another pint of blood to oh, get no. the fucking test done. Yes. Yes. It's like every time that I'm, like, going to the doctor, they're, like, wanting to take blood out of me. I'm like, don't you fucking get it? I'm anemic, so you shouldn't be taking blood out. And that's, I mean, that's why it kept lasting so long, because they kept taking more blood. So I get all these test results back, right? And, of course... Every one of them, the, the cancer one takes two weeks to fucking come back. So I lost like 15 pounds just assuming that I fucking had cancer. You know, I'm like, sure. I might as well get a, get a jump on the cancer losing weight thing. So, <laughs> right. Good jump. so, so they come back, dude. I don't have the cancer. I don't have the fucking hemochromatosis. So I've been giving blood for no fucking reason for like almost uh, seven years. I knew it. Other than God damn it, fly. I knew it. Other than saving fucking lives, but as here's soon as the you deal: said that your doc was like, like you said that he uh, he just said it off the cuff, and you've never been tested. I was like, oh man, he's one of these guys in a professional position where they've said something, they don't want to back down, they want to be right, they don't want to be proven wrong at the expense of your fucking life. Yeah, and he's you, not even you don't have it. Fucking tested for the right fucking iron store. Jeez. You know, and it, you Christ, know who told dude. me that? The nurse. The fucking nurse told me that when I went to I went to the clinic and I'm like, all right, I need to know what it is because I thought I was feeling weird because maybe I needed to give blood. And she's like, well, he doesn't want you to give if you're less than or if you're over 17, he wants you to give, but you're at 15.6. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you know, I said usually I'm always at 17. And she's like, well, I don't even know why. This is the nurse talking, and she was fucking gorgeous as hell with a huge rack, I might add. She's like, I don't understand why. She's like, I don't understand why he's testing these numbers. You need to have your serum ferritin tested. And I'm like, well, can you do that? She's like, well, no, you don't have a doctor's order for it. So immediately I get on my phone while I'm sitting in the fucking hospital, and I Google, can I get fucking pay for a blood test? And of course, like ten thousand websites come up. That we're, I'd, I would say, if you're ever going to do it, go to request a test because they seem to be pretty good at it. So I go and have that test, and that's how I find out that I'm about to fucking die, basically. Wow! And, and it, it saved Amazing. my fucking life. It saved my life, dude. So the deal that is, is that it's crazy. The it's Red crazy. Cross. This happens to fucking thousands of people a fucking year, not just me. Because I Googled that afterwards. I'm like, why isn't the Red Cross testing for serum ferritin? And I was going to write a story called How Donating Blood Almost Killed Me. But I was too late because two other guys already wrote the same fucking story. Really? Wow. So the Red Cross does not test the right thing. And and according to, like, real doctors, like real hematologists, if you're going to donate blood, you're only safe to donate blood every six months. So if you're ever going to, I'm never donating again. I threw, you know what's sad is they keep fucking emailing me to come donate blood. And I even Uh, unsubscribed and somehow they keep emailing and calling me, which is very unfair. What a tale, dude. That sounds like this should be like a 2020 investigative. You know what? It should be. And I'll tell you what, Rufus, 
there was a time in the middle of all this, dude, because my iron stores were so low that I really, honest to God, I felt like I was fucking going crazy. I'm like, I'm never going to fucking feel normal again. You know, I thought, I told Shannon, my wife, I'm like, I might need to check myself into a fucking institution because I do not feel fucking normal. Now, here's the deal. I mean, I hate, I hate to linger on this because you've been dealing with it for so long, but I am curious, like, what, what, does, what are the effects of this situation? Like, what did you feel, what did you think? It's strange that it impacts your mind and not just your body. Right. It, Dude, it, this is what I really... felt like. I felt, like, disconnected. Like, I, like I, I was watching things happen to me. Or say you're, like, filling your car with gas, right? Uh-huh. But, like, watching yourself fill your car with gas. Wow. Right? Dude, I was so weak that twice when I was, like, doing shit, I, like, passed out. Really? So, oh, and here, here's the kicker, dude. I passed out once when I was getting gas with my wife was there with me. And she's like, we're going to the fucking emergency room. And I'm like, okay, Holy let's shit. go to the emergency room. So I go to the emergency room. They take all these fucking tests or whatever, because she's like, maybe you're having a heart attack or a stroke. You know what I mean? They figured I was having a stroke. And I told them, my serum ferritin is five. I just found out fucking two days ago my serum ferritin is five. They can, you know what they can do for you, Rufus, to jump you right back up? Give you a fucking huh. bag of blood. Right? Really? If they would have just gave me, like, two bags of blood, I would have been bounced back in, like, a week. But no. I Why didn't they do that? I donated 60 fucking pints. I looked online, and I couldn't even get one back. How sad is that? They wouldn't even give me one back. Wow. And the guy's like, no, oh, you're having an anxiety attack. And I'm like, That's this so is absolutely bullshit. Is, it's like their fucking go-to for everything. It's like, you need antidepressants or you're, you have anxiety. And I'm like, I'm not having fucking anxiety. I said, I feel like there's a weight, because this is what it feels like too, dude. Like there's a fucking weight on the back. You know what a tension headache feels like? Oh, yeah. Okay. It, you know what a migraine feels like? I've never had a migraine, but my wife gets them, so I'm, I'm definitely aware of how bad they are. All right, well, this is the deal, dude. When you have anemia as bad as I had it, walking fucking 10 feet would give me this headache that had me seeing, like, blue fucking stars. Oh, my God. I mean, and and I would be winded. I was like, (gasps) and my heart would fucking be pounding because the oxygen is what, like, makes all your shit work. Without the iron, the fucking oxygen doesn't bind to your blood. Right? So, finally, dude, I'm like... Okay, because they're telling me there's nothing wrong with me. You know, they're like, you shouldn't be feeling like this. Your hemoglobin is normal. So finally, of course, Dr. Google comes through again, and I'm Googling, I still feel weird, blah, blah, blah. And, like, this forum with, like, 20,000 people fucking pops up, and they're like, oh, no. Don't let them tell you that it's not the anemia because the iron depletion causes all kinds of fucking problems in your bone marrow. Don't let them uh, tell you. Wow, it's it's amazing how it's obviously widespread to some degree that somebody's even saying that. Right, because the deal is they because doctors don't know about it or I don't know what the deal is. It, you know what? This is what one guy finally said to me. Not one guy, some guy in fucking some chat room was like, "Dude, tell your fucking doctor to treat the symptoms, not the fucking numbers." 
because mm-hmm. that's what doctors do. They want to look at your fucking chart, and if you're within these yeah. parameters that work for fucking 82% of fucking people that are alive, that's if your numbers are within that parameter, you're fine. Which is untrue, because, like, those numbers for all those tests are so skewed, it's unbelievable. So uh, how are you feeling now, and how did you get to the point to how you're feeling now? Because you sound well, totally normal to me, like you're completely recovered. I went to another place, right, another quote-unquote doctor's office, an urgent care place, as, as a matter of fact. And I walked in there, and I told the fucking lady I was feeling busy. And they hooked me up with this nurse practitioner lady, right? And I said to her, look, I've been on the fucking internet for two fucking weeks. No one wants to listen to me, but I'm telling you right now, I'm iron anemic, or I'm not anemic, iron deficient. I want some fucking Ferex 150 pills to take, and I'm taking two a day even though you're only supposed to take one. And she's like, hold on a second. She Googles it, right? And she's like, yeah. okay, you're right. Go ahead. So she writes me a prescription and fucking gets me, like, started on the right track. Holy shit. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Isn't it not? Is it not ridiculous? These it other is guys, absolutely dude, ridiculous. The other guy's like, okay, you know, of course they want me to get on antidepressants and all this stuff and take anti-anxiety medication and all. I mean, I'm like, I, I'm, I said I've had anxiety. You know what? This is not anxiety. And they then he's like, you need a stress test, an exercise stress test. And oh I'm like, dude, I said, are you even listening to me? I told you that walking across the room gave me a fucking blinding headache. And you want me to get on a treadmill and make my heart go to fucking like 180? You know? Was, oh, my God, dude. I can't even tell you. Just the ineptness of the whole thing. You know, and they're all like, we got these protocols, and if your numbers are here, we have to do this because the insurance won't pay for that and all this oh bullshit. Oh, God. It's yeah. Scam. It's a number scam. It is. It's not even a scam. It's not so much a scam. It's just the infrastructure is built in such a way that it's like they don't know they're doing a scam, but they're not trained they're in any other way. They're just like, like trained monkeys. Like, okay, numbers say this, right. I do that. Numbers say this, exactly. I do that. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, their hands are not tied, which makes that made me even madder. I'm like, bullshit, dude. You can give me anything you fucking wanted. You just are trying to protect your own ass or not get in trouble with the insurance right. company. Right. Because the they're going to say, well, you should have this first. You should have tested for that first. I mean, if it was up to them, I would I would be dead. I would still, I would, I would still be dead. See, like, to me, if I were a doctor, I'd be curious. If I was like, wow, this guy, his numbers look good, but what he's telling me is terrible, I'd want to, like, research that and fucking figure it out and be like a hero. And Dude, they're just like, uh, whatever. This is the crazy part. I'm going to give a shout-out to Alyssa, my nurse practitioner, because that's what she did. She actually mm. took the time to fucking listen to me. I'm like, look, you need to go to this website. You know, we're sitting in her room. They have a computer there. I'm like, and you need to read up on this. Just for, I said, just humor me. You know, I'm like, just humor me. If you think I'm fucking crazy, I'll I'll leave. I'll just, you know what? I'll pay my 40 bucks, and I'll just fucking leave here. Wow. And after reading up on it, she's like, sounds legitimate. You know, she's like, you you know your body better than anyone else. And she's like, I hate when doctors, 
the deal was she wasn't a doctor, so she didn't have some fucking chip on her shoulders like, you don't know what's good for you. I know what's good for you. You know what I mean? She was like, let's get to the bottom of this. That's right. I've always found, whether it's doctors or dentists or whatever, the people you connect to the most and can really talk to are the fucking nurses. I mean, they're really there to help you. The doctors are just, you know, paying for their fucking footprint in the real estate game. Basically, because the one day I go to see my real doctor, of course I'm in the middle of telling him this, and the problem is they're trying to juggle too much shit at one fucking time because they've got yachts to pay for or something. He's, like, trying to talk to me, and and I'm telling him what's going on, and I look like death warmed over, dude. I look, my face, my mom's like, what is going on with you? She's like, it looks like someone punched you in the eyes because I have these fucking, like, black circles under my fucking, you know who I look like? Deanna. Like, fucking (laughs) black circles under my eyes. And the weird thing about the anemia is, dude, is not only does it make you feel crazy, but it keeps you from sleeping. So I'm getting like three hours of sleep a night. You're like totally tired all the time, but you can't sleep because your mind won't shut off. How did you how did you run your business and do your job? Uh, how, Dude, how, I, and you know your what? family, how did you survive? It's a, fucking, it's a fucking miracle, dude. I don't even know how I did it. I don't know. I mean, I would get up and, like, slog through fucking putting together pamphlets at fucking 2 o'clock in the morning because I couldn't sleep. And, of course, it's my busiest time of year for pamphlet making. And you know what? I don't know. I don't know how I fucking did it. If you ask me right now, I don't even remember doing half of it. But wow. I fucking grinded Crazy. it out. Well, you're pro. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, I've been doing it long enough. Luckily, that it it almost is mindless. But I don't know. A lot of people would have fucking caved. A weaker person would have caved. That's all I want to say. I would have caved. I would have caved. I'm a weaker man, definitely. Well, I mean, I'm seriously, dude. When I when I I was telling my wife, I think I need to go fucking check myself in. Where I was thinking that I would probably end up in a loony bin. That's how crazy you feel. So glad to be back, dude. You have no idea. If you'd asked me two weeks ago if I was ever going to do the show again, I'd be like, no fucking way. No way. I'll be in a rubber room by then. I really, I had no idea how intense it was. Like, you would send me these messages like, uh, you think you're going insane. You know, we say that all the fucking time. Oh, I'm going crazy, whatever. I just figured, you know, you felt that and you're stressed out and stuff. I, I Really, I'm just not hearing for the first time the truth. Behind the fucking mess, God damn, oh, What Jesus a mess it Christ. was, dude. What a That's fucking terrible. mess. Well, and here, the, most of the people that I got my information from were basically menstruating, menstruating women. Like, peer, like if a lady has a really bad period, like sometimes uh-huh. it's like to women in like their early twenties and stuff. They're the other ones that like get the numbers at like five, like I was. Oh wow, you know what I mean. And, I mean, five is as low as you can go. That sounds bad, yeah, compared to 400. Yeah, right. I mean, there was one lady that was at two, and she basically was on her deathbed. But, you know, so these people are like, I mean, this is sad, dude. I'm in these forums and these chat rooms going, I feel like I'm insane. Does anyone else feel like that? And, of course, like 50 people would be like, yes, I feel totally fucking insane right now. I've got two kids. I'm trying to fucking keep, get them up to school and shit in the morning. 
And when I'm looking at them, I'm seeing fucking stars, and the whole room is spinning. I mean, it's that insane. Wow. That – this is like a whole new world of, of – uh, I've never heard of this before. I would love to see like a documentary or like I said, a 2020 investigation of it. It seems like something that needs to be blown wide open. It Really, it does, dude. It does. Because I was surprised how many people came out and said that, uh, you know, that they had the same thing happen to them just from donating blood. One guy's like, well, of course I thought it was safe. They came to my office every two fucking weeks or every two months, you know what I mean? And I would be like, I wanted a T-shirt, you know, so I would go down and get a fucking give blood. This guy was on the phone with his wife, dude, and crashed his fucking car and was in intensive care for three fucking months. Holy shit. Yeah, and they had to give him eight blood transfusions. What? Yeah, his iron was slow like mine, and they gave this guy fucking eight blood transfusions. Gee, fucking whiz. My God. You know what, dude? There really does need to be an unveiling, because I even told the pharmacist, because he's like, where are you taking steroids? And I was like, well, I guess I donated too much blood. He's like, oh, yeah, we see that at least ten times a year. So, ha-ha, we don't do anything about it, but whatever. Yeah, right. I mean, well, because they have fucking quotas to fill out the Red Cross. I'm still mad I couldn't get one pint back. Because I said to the fucking guy at the emergency room, I said, give me a fucking pint of blood. You know, like I was at a bar. I'm like, give me a fucking pint of blood on the rocks. (laughs) Once on the road. And he's like, no, you're having an anxiety attack. That whole like, anxiety you attack know thing is shit, you fucking is me off. I mean, that's that's fucking retarded. That you're in a place of like medical bullshit. You're not in a psychiatry ward. Why would thank you even, very much? Why would anxiety attack even be on their radar? They're dealing with blood and tissue and bone and that kind of thing. The fact that they're just shrugging their shoulders, they're like, oh, anxiety. Well, it's not like most well, anxiety I, is bullshit these days, anyway. But. I think part of it had condition. to do with the fact that I showed up right when they were getting their fucking dinnertime pizzas delivered from Domino's. Gee, you think that might have something. They're like, yeah, this <laughs> guy's having an anxiety attack. I got a fucking large pepperoni waiting for me in the fucking back room. <laughs> That's right. Get him some baby Tylenol. He'll be okay. Now, you know what, dude? Now I know why they call it a doctor's practice, because they obviously do not know what the fuck they're doing. They're constantly practicing. <laughs> They always practice and never perfect. I mean, so fucking true, I'm telling you. I, I mean, really. Really. So then wow. I, I like, and so I go to this nurse practitioner's place, right? Yeah. And come to find out, there, I had been seeing my regular doctor that I've been seeing for 32 years, and he wasn't even in, on my insurance anymore. I was paying out of my fucking pocket to see this fucking cocksucker out of some fucking ridiculous <laughs> loyalty. I fucking had, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I go to the nurse I, I practitioner, and they're in my insurance thing. So I call, I, I give them the paperwork because I can switch it all over, right? She's like, well, yeah, you just fill out this paperwork, and we can get your files from your doctor. Okay? So I, I fill out all the paperwork. I get a call from my doctor's office like three days later. They're like, why do you want to switch? Why, why don't you want to come to doctor, no, I'm not going to say his name, anymore? And I'm like, because I almost fucking died. Because he wasn't listening to me. 
Well, what the fuck? That'll do it. And the lady's like, oh, okay then. You know, I'm like, you know, it, because he wouldn't listen when I was talking. He wanted to put me on antidepressants. You should totally write a review on Yelp or TripAdvisor, and the heading should be, I almost fucking died. And then just write out your entire fucking story about that guy. <laughs> you know what's funny? This is the fucking crazy part, is that after I went to the hospital... Right, I I looked up the hospital and someone on the Yelp review wrote that they're just gonna tell you you have an anxiety attack and send you away. Okay, really? And, wow. Yes, and this is this is fucking this is how crazy this gets. And the guy was talking about they had sent his uncle away a couple of weeks before, and the guy died the next day of a fucking heart attack. Oh, oh no, that's terrible. So. Yeah, that's what's been going on on this end. Other than pamphlet craziness and everything else, I had I, I laid in bed for my entire 47th birthday, thinking I was losing my mind. I, I almost cried, except I didn't wow. have the willpower. I didn't have the energy to cry. So it would have given you a migraine. It would, dude. Anything was giving me a fucking migraine at that point. Honestly, honestly. But you're a. Uh... You're you're back in in primo shape now, or you're close to it, seventy five percent, eighty percent. Where are you at now? I'm running, I'm running at eighty percent, probably. Eighty percent. You sound because the weird thing is, here's the other deal: uh, is that I I might that. feel good for a couple of days, but then I'll feel like off for a day. Oh sure. Right. Which is kind of how it works until you get your. Let me put it this way: I've been taking these Ferrex. 150s twice a day, which is 300 milligrams of elemental iron, which is a shitload of fucking iron to put into your system. Sure. And my numbers are only up to 48. Wow. Right. Wow. And that's that's why all these people are like it takes six months to a year to you get back to feeling. But the deal is, I feel even feeling 20 percent better makes me feel like I feel 100 percent better because I felt so fucking bad. I mean, I hate to – I don't like the lawsuit culture at all, like just suing people because things went bad. But have you thought about suing somebody? Because this is, this is a big deal. This isn't just like the coffee was too hot. I mean, you could have died, and people weren't listening to you. And <laughs> right. you did all the footwork. I mean, you're the, you should I get the, uh, the doctorate from the Virgin Islands at this point. <laughs> you know what? I know more than he does. I know that for a fact. I, you know what? All I want to say is thank you to fucking Google. Because, man, I'm telling you, without it, I would be dead right now. Because I probably would have went because I was thinking still, oh, yeah. maybe I just need to give blood. Maybe that's why I feel weird. If, if, if it had happened in the 80s, you'd be, you'd be dead. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I would. It's crazy to think no about. No, maybe even the early 90s. I mean, where True, when, I mean. Google didn't even come out until the thousands, did it? Uh, no, I think Yahoo was first. And I remember at Roehampton, we were surfing the net in 96 or 97, but it was primitive and there was, was no Yahoo, Google. Yahoo, wasn't it? How'd Yahoo fuck that up, really? They... <laughs> They got too comfortable being the only option and didn't innovate. And somebody else came along and was like, we're going to do it better. And they 
Yahoo didn't think anybody could. Right. And Google did. Right about that. I mean, you know all about that stuff with your SEO uh, experience, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Google. It's a love-hate relationship with those guys. Well, I love them right now because they saved my life, but uh, I'll hate them in a week or two, I'm sure. They're pickle whores. Just like... Well, I love them, too, because they saved your life. I mean, that's fucking insane story. Dude, I really had no idea how deep that was. Well, I mean, it's that. not like I wanted to call you and lay on you, hey, dude, guess what? Uh, first of all, I couldn't because it was giving me so much anxiety to just talk to people. Dude, I couldn't even – this is the deal. I was so dizzy, Rufus, right, that when I was sitting, I would feel like I was falling backwards or falling forward. Wow. So, I mean, I was making appointments with ear, nose, and throat doctors and shit like that till I got through to Dr. Google, who answered my question. And I was like, this is a no-fucking-brainer, but you couldn't get anybody to listen to me to help me, of course. Well, I, I got I to gotta say, man, I, I was getting really concerned because initially it was just they took too much blood and I feel weird. And I was like, okay, well, that'll be over in a week or so. And then I kept dragging on. And I, it got to a point where I even talked to my, my wife. I was like, look, I think maybe something else is going on. It never crossed my mind that all this shit could have happened from having too much blood drawn. I really thought, I thought, like, something had seriously been diagnosed with something traumatic Dude. and, like, terrible. And you just didn't want to, like, you know, break the news or anything. And I was, I was, I've had talks to my wife. I'm like, I think Zigzag's in really rough shape because he just said – get too much blood taken, and he couldn't make the show, but now it's been, like, months, and I think really he's, like, got cancer or something crazy. Dude, I thought so, too. Trust me, because I'm like, I must have a brain tumor because I feel so weird. So when I went to the emergency room that time, I fucking, I told, I lied, right? I told them that I fell down and hit my head, even though I just kind of slumped over and passed out because I wanted them to give me a fucking CAT scan because I'm like, I told my wife on the way there, I'm like, they're giving me a fucking CAT scan. And she's like, well, what if they say yeah. no? I said, I'm going to lie my way into a fucking CAT scan. So I said, yeah, I fell awesome. and hit my head pretty good. And he, he's like feeling the back of my head. You know where that bump is on the back of your head? Yeah. Like the normal bump that's always there. It's, like, it's the weirdest thing. I said, yep, I hit it right there. So it felt like a bump on the back of my head. So <laughs> Smart. They, they gave me a can, and it, luckily that came back all clear. So. As far as I don't wow. know, I have a brain tumor, but dude, but like I was saying, I was so dizzy that I couldn't, I, I didn't want to go anywhere because I thought I was going to pass out in public and like right. waiting in line, waiting in a line at fucking like Walmart or somewhere made me want to fucking punch someone in the face so hard because I'm like, okay, everybody out of my way. I don't feel good. And obviously the whole world is fucking retarded. And well, I mean, I was right up most of that. Yeah, there's something abnormal about that. You must have had a window into a normalcy at that point. I did. I guess that was my moment of clarity. Actually, my moment of clarity was when I got angry when I saw a lady FaceTiming and driving. What the fuck? Can you believe that? Can you believe someone would do that? I mean, yes, she was FaceTiming and driving. I don't even see how that's possible. I mean, I would immediately crash into a telephone pole. I would hope she would. Because I... I yeah. no. Me neither. I hate it. It's the rudest thing ever, to be honest with you. 
I don't want I don't want to talk to people on the phone. More or less, look at them. I mean, unless it's me and you doing our show. You know, I mean, my my in laws like try to FaceTime us all the time, and I always hang up on it. I always like send it to voicemail. My wife's like, "Why'd you do that?" I'm like, "Because I'm fucking sitting here enjoying myself. <laughs> I have no reason to let your parents." into our world right now. You know what I mean? To where we have, have to, to say, when it comes to smartphones, my least favorite feature is that they are phones and communication devices. I, I like more that they let me play it's games a portal and to get the internet. done. And a, yeah, a portal to the internet and a, a camera and I can take a shit and play Angry Birds or something. I really hate the fact that I you can I communicate on it. On it. Yeah. Well, you know, and I this is so weird, dude. I would I would rather text someone than talk to them. Amen. I, I think the whole world should just move to fucking text. I obviously you feel the same way. I have no reason to talk to anyone. I, I have absolutely no reason to talk to anyone, and I hate it. And it's always. It's always a pain in the ass. No matter how good your reception is, you always have to talk too loud. You're always talking over somebody. Oh, no, what? No, no, really. No. Right, hey, you know? Oh, no, you said what? <laughs> fucking text, email. Oh, such a fucking it's nightmare so talking to people on the phone. Because I was just thinking that, like, nowadays, the people are, like, so used to not talking to other people on the phone that a phone conversation to me gets, like, super awkward. Like the it's, if yeah. you ever have said goodbye to someone that you work with recently, it's like it always seems awkward to me. You know what I mean? It's like okay, talk to you later. Okay. Yeah. What? Like they forgot what how. That, what I'm afraid of that has, hasn't happened yet is I really do talk to people rarely on the phone because I just ignore every. If my phone rings, I ignore it. And the only person that I don't ignore is when my wife calls. And, of course, we either call with I love you or whatever. So anytime I do take a phone call, like a business call, I'm always afraid that I'll just accidentally say I love you at the end. And then that'll be the <laughs> weirdest thing fucking ever. And I'll have oh to call him back and be like, hey, I sorry, your proposal was great. I, I don't love you, but, uh, but. I don't think of you in that way, Rufus. I just don't think it's going to work <laughs> out. We're just business colleagues. I don't even take calls for I. I this is the truth, dude. I never have my ringer on my phone. Never. I doubt My ringer I is never either. on. And people are always like, "Why don't you answer your phone?" I'm like, "Because I don't have my ringer on." They're like, "Why not?" I said, "Because if I had my ringer on, I would never get any fucking work done." No. Because the people that I'm doing the work for think that they have to call me 50 times a fucking day to see how it's coming along. And I oh, try to explain Lord. to them, it can't come along if I'm talking to you on the phone. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well said. Uh, I mean, it's, I'm being dead serious. This year I had a special <laughs> opportunity to work with a guy who is his first year or whatever, right? And the guy that is his boss is a guy that I've known since high school, right? And we're pretty good friends. So he cool. decides that he's going to tell... The new guy who's in, now in charge of the the pamphlets, you know, and we got to do three twenty page pamphlets for this fucking place. And Uh-oh. he tells him, he I'm sitting in the room with my guy John, who's my friend, and this new guy that we're gonna call C, 
just because I don't want to say his name. And he looks sure. at him and goes, these better be the best fucking brochures ever or you're fired. What? And he said it to this guy with a straight fucking face, right? Okay. And scared the shit out of this fucking guy. Okay. And I knew deep down that John was kind of kidding, right? But okay. he's like, you know, he's like, I'm not putting added pressure on you. I just want to see if this guy can work under pressure. And, of right. course, the guy fucking couldn't, and he stumbled through the whole fucking thing. But somehow, uh, in my fucking mental state, I pulled out a fucking miracle, and they did get their best literature ever. They even said so. But I was like, just what I fucking need right now is what I was thinking in that meeting. I'm like, I feel like I'm about to fucking have a nervous breakdown. And you oh say to God. this guy who's new that he needs to do the best fucking brochure ever, or he's fired. <laughs> so that guy, oh. he was saying, called and texted me probably 15 times a fucking day for three weeks. No, I'm sure that was great. Well, you're going insane from having a right. number five trying to get higher level. It, dude, it's the weirdest thing. Don't, I, I mean, seriously, eat eat iron. I don't know where you get it because the problem was mine got so low and I said to the lady, I said, you know what? It's not like I stopped eating iron and stuff. And she said, well, what else are you eating? And I said, I don't know, normal shit, ice cream, cheese. She's like, well, those are all things that keep you from absorbing iron. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Because iron's really hard to get into your body, dude. Eating a banana will keep you from absorbing any iron. I mean, eating, like, weird stuff, fiber, will keep you from absorbing iron. Well, so is it... Is it something you get, or is it something you just you have? Your body has it, and if you lose it, you're fucked unless you get more of it. Yeah, well, this is the deal. Your body can store three to five grams of iron, okay? Mm-hmm. And you lose like one one hundredth of a gram a day. So your body, okay. like next, you say you were eating something like meat or whatever, bacon, uh, chicken, that stuff spinach, stuff that has iron in it, you know, it's so little that it's losing, you know, that even eating a little bit will keep you fucking maintaining. But if you deplete it like they did to me, it takes forever to fucking get it back to normal. And so too little iron is what happens to you, but too much iron is nothing gout, right? That's when you get gout. (laughs) Too much iron is what they thought happened to me, and it did, but that's because I was drinking a case of beer a day for 10 years. Is there iron or in long. beer? It, if so, I'm dull. Oh, dude, you got tons of iron in you. I guarantee it. See, that's the problem because it stores in your liver, right? Oh, Which gives okay. you liver cancer. Oh, great. Okay. That's why people who drink a lot, dude, get liver cancer. And that's exactly why. I've found out so well, much stuff about fucking what happens. I only drink iron light. Well, then you're fine, dude. You're fine. You'll know if you have too much iron, dude. You'll be so fucking tired. See, this is the weird part. Is it too... If you look up the symptoms for too much iron, it's the exact yeah. same symptoms for too little iron, almost to a fucking T. <laughs> I would, dude, I wish I was joking, but I'm not. I'm being dead fucking serious. So you just have to be... You have to have the exact perfect amount of iron to be a, a functioning person. Yes. Yes, you do, dude. That's the honest to God truth. You really do. 
But the human machine is pretty well optimized, I think. It is a beautiful thing. They call it homostasis, I do believe. Do they not? That was my favorite bar in Las Vegas. Yeah, I remember you used to go there a lot. What was your yeah, dancing name? Holzer. I think that was your stage name was Popeye, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Pop Brown Eye. We got Popeye coming on the main stage tonight. I wore an eye patch over my anus, and I'd flip it up oh, if that... I got a, a, enough of a cheer. You know what? It was always my favorite part of the show was when Bluto came out and blasted you in the buttocks. <laughs> yeah, it make my uh, corn cob pipe spin around in my mouth. <laughs> oh my god, your corn cob pipe! You know what, dude? Have you seen? You seen these crazy fucking bloody marys on these cooking shows? Uh, no. Are they all ornate with like? Yeah, like and umbrellas and well, shit in them. No, they like come with like a, a fucking shrimp and a piece of pepperoni and a giant fucking pickle spear. Now they got one that comes. I shit you not, dude. With a fucking yeah, it comes with a cheeseburger or a fucking whole fried <laughs> chicken. Well, that's called a a meal. I mean, do they put it in the drink? Right, I'm like, I can't wait till I I saw. Well, we should make a parody where we like have the world's best fucking Bloody Mary, whatever, and we garnish it with like an endangered animal. <laughs> Instead of a toothpick, it has a rhino horn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it has the last of some species of exotic bird. It's in an ivory glass. It. <laughs> it comes in an ivory chalice. <laughs> Man, been so long awesome. since we did the show, dude. I can't even tell you. I'm so glad to be back. Glad to be back on the show. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. It is, it is awesome to be back, and you sound normal. That's what I'm saying. Even though you're firing at 80 percent today, it, it seems like at least 82 percent. But a lot of that is the pot that I smoked before I started the show. I, you know what? I didn't even smoke pot for six weeks, Rufus. I was going to ask you that. I, I thought maybe that would be a therapeutic thing or even have some I thought benefit. When I first started, I'm like, maybe the pot is making me feel weird. You know what I mean? Then I thought to myself, oh, my God, what if I'm allergic to pot from now on? Then I just wanted to die. I'm like, okay, I'll just die then. <laughs> yeah, die then. I'm like, I'll just give up on living if that's the fucking case. Like, Jesus Christ, we just are launching a whole fucking business around pot accessories and I'm going to find out now after 30 years of smoking pot that I'm allergic to it? Luckily that was not the case. That'd be like a Sam Malone from Cheers who was a a sober recovering alcoholic who ran a bar. That's true. That's true. And I remember watching old Sam White Knuckle it a few nights if I recall correctly. Did he not? Oh yeah, he did. He actually gave in one time, didn't he? And go on like a two-week bender. I, I think he did. He crashed his car into Cliff Flavin's house, and Cliff Flavin told him all the facts about how transmissions work. And then Norm showed up, and they he drank some some more beers. And then he accidentally had sex with Shelley Long. 
Yeah, yeah. Which I would do that accidentally. I mean, you know, I don't ever understood why knees. everybody thought she was so hot. I would have rather had sex with Lilith. I think. Dude, dude, dude. I had a thing for Lilith. I, I still, I, I think I googled that actress's name less than six months ago. That bitch was hot. How she look now? She was hot. My real question is to you, can you find her head on a fucking naked body? Uh, no, but I have Photoshop, so I could make one. Because <laughs> I Googled some chick from a, uh, one of the soap operas that we used to watch. And uh, Rena Sofer is her name. And it, it, her name came up with a bunch of fucking naked pictures. It obviously was not her head, or it was not her body, but I would like to imagine it was her body. Because, goddamn, she looked good. She looked good all shaved up like that. I was impressed. The same thing happened to me not too long ago. I don't even know why I was looking it up. But uh, I Googled J.K. Rowling, who wrote the Harry Potter books. I've never read the books, never saw the movie. I just went down a rabbit hole of, you know, how you do that with the Internet. I was like, well, I'm going to Google the author of these books. And, yeah, sure enough, Google Images, somebody had Photoshopped, you know, her, her head onto some super hot porn star she has a big rack though i think doesn't she she is uh, uh yeah she she's no i'll say that i'll say that like yeah now. she's not unattractive at all and her bank account no. is even more attractive this is true this is true you think with her bank account she could be even more attractive uh she probably couldn't be do you think yeah, I don't know. She's pretty. Yeah, she has a. I don't want to get into it because certain people are still awake and I have thin walls. Oh no. So tell me what's been going on in your life, Rufus. Enough about me and my medical issues. Well, were nothing really. I trying to do good things and pro- I probably saved a few lives. It almost, it just almost killed me. Uh I tell you what, if you blog about it or write something about it or 2020 catches on, you'll save even more lives. But for me, I mean, things have been too tired. Quo. Yeah, that pretty much explains my life, too. I'm just too tired all the time. I mean, been doing work, not been doing the show. Uh, yeah, that's it. Have no new pets, no new animals. No new tales. Nothing interesting's happened to me. Saw Sammy Hagar a couple of weeks ago. That was oh cool. yeah, had really good seats. Got yeah, right up like to the it. stage. I bought tickets online, and uh, we didn't know until we got there that there were VIP seats. And we get there and had its own drinking bar. How much does that go for? Oh, they were like sixty-five bucks. That's why I bought them. I was like, I just want to be close to the stage, and we were. But I didn't. I thought it was the cheapest ticket. No, the cheapest ticket was like ten bucks. You know, if you wanted to sit on a lawn. Oh, was it? Yeah. Did Levi get pretty loaded at the open bar? Oh, he did. He uh, chugged some Gatorade pretty hard. (laughs) Did he? He's probably all amped up. He was cool. Yeah, yeah. That's what was cool. It was was, uh, the new band, the new Sammy Hagar band is. Sammy Hager in the circle. So it's Sammy. It's Michael Anthony, the old Van Halen bass player. It's Jason Bonham. What? Yeah, 
Bonham's son uh, from Led oh, Zeppelin, oh, and then and then the, the guitar player who's been with Sammy forever is the solo gig. And so they and so they it was a cover band basically. They did all they songs did all from from Zeppelin, Van Halen, and Sammy Hagar. No and they shit. did it like chronologically. It was really fucking great. It was awesome. They put on an awesome show. We ended up right in front of the stage. And fucking Sammy for a 67-year-old guy. Dude, I want to be like Sammy. See, I saw an interview no with Sammy shit. and Sammy said, young at heart, young in the head, it will keep you, keep you in good shape. Keep you, you know, you just can't fucking lay around and think that you're old. And for me, dude, I feel this is so crazy. When I was turning 47 and laying in bed, shivering like a little fucking piece of pussy <laughs> jello, thinking that I yeah. probably won't live to 48, or if I did and that's what I felt like, I didn't even want to be alive. I was like, man, you know what? Like a month ago, I still felt like I was like 24 and living at Roehampton. Right. You know? I, I mean, I still feel that way. Now that I'm back, I'm like, geez, I don't feel old. You know, I'm thinking... I was pushing yeah. on the yard at the office today. I'm like, I'm almost 50 fucking years old. But here I am still, like, push mowing the yard like I'm fucking 25. And I'm just going to continue on with that, I think. I don't, there's something about the new age that we live in where age, like, personal age doesn't matter as much. I think it was a bigger deal back in the 50s and 60s where there were defined roles that you went through. You got a job with a company. You right. worked with that company for 30 fucking years. You got a pitch, you retired, you became old. And now I think with the internet and just the access to entertainment and the communication threads that happen between people all the time, I don't think people psychologically get that old anymore. I mean, I, I dude, I, honestly, old. I think that they do. I think that me and you are like a special breed of people because I'm seeing the people around me that are my age and even a couple of years younger than me getting fucking old, you know, yeah, like looking old and like talking old. I agree. And shit. I'm like, man, you're fucking lame. Don't bring me fucking down. Cause I mean, no, I can't say what I wasn't thinking how many people said to me, well, you're just getting old. And I'm like, fuck that. No, this is you don't just get old in one like week. You're not just like, hey, I woke up this morning and now I feel like I'm fucking old. Well, I, I think, like you said before, I think it, it has to do with your mindset and whether you're plugged in and active in the fucking world. But I think a lot of people aren't. And you and I are. And that's rare, but I think it's growing because, like, I go to Walmart. Dude, I'm fucking 42 years old now. I go to Walmart old in a small town. I see, well, I see guys that are 42 years old that I'm like, they look old ass and fucking beat down. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, they don't look young. Yep, they got no spring in their step. There's no glimmer in their <laughs> eye. They they go to Tyson and cut chickens all fucking day, and they go home and read the Bible, and they just look, they look like, the old people I thought of when I was a kid, and I'm standing there, I'm like, man, I am still 24 somehow. You know, I don't get it, but I am. Most of those people are probably just iron deficient. They might be. Or iron you might guess.
hope you don't mind. I had to take it into the VIP tonight. This just feels too good. It just feels too right tonight, folks. It feels too right. Rufus, are you there? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I just wanted to freak you out for a second. That is not funny, dude. See, you made me look like a fool on my first night back on the show. <laughs> you did not look Some like things fool. never change. Some things never I, change. I just look like a jackass. You don't look like a fool. So, you know what, dude? How you liking that Mac? How you liking being a Mac man now? I have replaced everything. I have an iMac. I have a MacBook Pro. And I have an iPhone. I'm a Mac dude now, and I love it. I love it. I really do. I'm still getting yeah. used to some of the uh, the different nuances and interfaces. Right. I mean, I've, I've been a Windows guy forever, um, but overall, it's it's fucking amazing. I mean, the difference is astounding, honestly. Would you say that uh, working with a Mac, as far as desktop and drag and drop and stuff like that, and finding stuff, is a lot easier on a Mac than it is on a desktop? It's it's a lot more intuitive. Yeah, it's a lot right. easier. It's a lot easier, and things just work better. Like the reason the catalyst that made me fucking make the switch was, I would go to do a voiceover thing, and I have a uh, an audio interface that plugs in with a USB cable to my PC. Right. And it would always always fucking crash. I would sit down to do a voiceover that should take me fifteen minutes, and I'd spend right. An, an hour rebooting and fucking shit. You're fucking with shit. Has not happened at all. You know what's crazy? Is that I think, we talked about this on the show before, but like electronics know when you're trying to get something really fucking important done. Because I can't tell you how many times, like, since I was, like, had the anemia and was feeling like shitty and I'm trying to work, that my Mac would fucking start fucking up. It, like, the most inopportune time. I wouldn't fuck up for, like, months yep. on end, yep. and then all of a sudden, when I'm trying to reach some kind of fucking deadline, I'm putting off some kind of signal that's telling this computer that it needs to just fucking lock up or shut down. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And, and I'm not going to say the mics don't fuck up, right. but no, compared, to how a, compared to how a PC fucks up, the Mac will not fuck up as much. I mean, like, 90% of the time that the Mac's fucking up, it'll, it'll somehow correct itself. Right, it'll be, come back done, to where you were. You know? Right. It's not like... Right. Yeah, that's a good thing, actually. Because a Mac, I think, theoretically, is automatically has a thing where it... it I don't want to say backs itself up, but kind of backs itself up a little bit, like every like minute or two. So if it does crash, you can usually open stuff up that you had on your desktop that will open back up to where you were. Dude, every time that I've had to just kill the computer, which has been rare, I mean, I mean like way rare compared to the PCs I've had, um, when I turned it on again, everything that I had open and was working on, just came right back up. It was right. ready to go. Yeah, nothing worse than losing about four hours worth of fucking work. It'll happen eventually, unfortunately, but not not every day. You won't work a whole day and then go home and have to come back and do it the next day. 
That's why people need to back up. Back up, people. That's all I'm going to say. Back up. Hey, uh, have you taken any more camping trips in your camper? In your camper? No, we haven't. We're actually thinking about selling it. Really? Well, it's it's very small. We thought about we're going down to uh, Texas for Thanksgiving. But our kid, dude, our kid has like doubled in size since last year. Last year. And it's a right. small camper. So, so I think we're probably going to sell this one and maybe look at yeah, maybe a bigger one. Bigger one. Probably will really? happen by Thanksgiving, yeah. Now, what about your motorcycle? Did you get your motorcycle going while I was on sabbatical? No, still haven't. Haven't gotten it running. Been too busy, been too hot, been too rainy. Rainy. Hot and rainy, huh? That sounds like him. So, uh, I don't know if you know about the Bud Buddy, but I did. We officially have made the order for the new Bud Buddies. Did you get my video, actually, of the new Bud Buddy and how smoothly it operates? Yeah, I commented on it. It's fucking gorgeous, dude. You did comment. You did comment back. That's right. I remember now. But uh, I even have a newer video, dude, with a great way that we're going to package the um, the Bud Buddies, like okay. for retail sale. Sure. Could you watch a video while I send it? If I sent you a video right now, could you watch it on your phone or not? I guess I could, yeah. I don't see why not. I don't know. Let's see, if, let's see how good that, I do have an, that phone is. I do have an iPhone, after all. Right, so I don't know if you can. That's the crazy part. Hold on a second. Hold, are you still holding on a second? Yeah. Okay, are here you it comes. To email or messaging? Messaging. Right. Come on. Come on. Here it comes. Getting closer. Oh, my God. Of course, it's take, there it goes. probably takes forever to download on your end, though. Yeah, it might, actually, with my internet well, here's connection. Here's the deal, dude. Coming to find out that three of the new Bud Buddies yeah. fit perfectly into a, like a pill bottle. Really? So you can... So that's how I think we're going to package them. I ordered some pill bottles. They don't now with the. I didn't order the ones with the like pill cap on it, but imagine the protection you're getting then. I don't know. It just seems like the logical way to do it, and the most cost effective because a pill bottle costs like thirty cents. To have a package made, I mean, a pill bottle that you can fit all three in kind of gives you a home base for your bud buddies. You know what I mean? So you're not using them all. I agree. You can put your cap in there if you're not using your cap. You know what I'm saying? It just makes sense. Plus, it works well with the giggle sticks. Then. Are you trying to figure out if you can watch a video and talk on the phone? No, I'm trying to. I haven't received it yet, so I was looking on my phone and on iMessage. I have not received anything. Well, you'll see it sooner or later, but I just want to get your thoughts on that because we need to do, I mean, we're going to have 16,000 of the new Bud Buddies at the last week of October. 
Holy shit. So I really need to get going on this, dude. I'm, we need to recoup some money that I spent on this new mold. But, dude, this is totally patentable. This, wait till I send you some new Bud Buddies, because I did just get the samples in. Uh-huh. What, like a week ago, you're going to be fucking shocked. You're shocked. I sent him to my cousin in California. He's like, dude, we got to get this going because it's about to be recreational marijuana in California. He's like, these are going to go over huge. Well, let's fucking do it. I mean, the site's up. We just got to get pictures on there. Well, and prices, yep, got to update and the pictures. Yep, you're right. You're right. And the pricing. The pricing. And I'm thinking if we package it like this, dude, and because of the way they look new, we can easily do two or three for ten bucks. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. I mean, really, if we package it slickly, because these things are hot, dude. And we, I mean, we got to... We've got a fucking patentable product here. And if it doesn't sell as the fucking Bud Buddy, do we have a whole new type of pill container that's actually waterproof, you know, period. They don't, they don't, the ones that you buy now, they're not waterproof. So, I mean, we really got two markets on this product. I think you're right. I mean, you can rebrand. We own the mold for this thing. No one else can make this fucking thing. That's pretty amazing. But you're right. You can you can completely rebrand. You can have the recreational marijuana side, and then just the right. you know the the medical side. I mean, if you're if you're taking pills for high blood pressure or whatever, but you're exploring the Amazon or going somewhere and right. you're whitewater rafting, I mean, what the fuck? Yes, you, you need to have your shit protected. Right. Exactamundo. And you you don't want to be carrying around ten different fucking pill bottles. No. We got it. We got it nailed, dude. This fucker's in the bank. But I think that the recreational marijuana market will be more fun. Maybe Absolutely. not as Luke more fun. So we're going to try that side uh, first. I don't know. I think it's going to be way lucrative over the next 10 years as more states oh, fucking come online and get their shit together and then maybe oh, the yeah. federal government. Six states this year alone. Six states this year alone are going to come online. And what do you already, think? This got a medical marijuana use too. I mean, think about it. People—it's easy for caregivers to identify the strains of pot that they want to give the fucking, you know, if say you're taking care mm-hmm. of somebody that's sick. We got so many avenues on this bitch, so we can sell it in the medical marijuana states and the fucking recreational states. We just have different posters. One's going to be a fun poster: "Hey, pot is fun." Blah 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 for recreational states. And for the medical state, it's going to be like pot's fucking serious business. You want to keep your shit separated so you know what you're getting and what you're, you know. Oh, wow. I wasn't I mean, even thinking about pot. Whatever I was talking about the medical side. Day. I mean, you, you want to keep your pot safe and dry all the time. But just like if you take heart pressure pills. Right. I mean, you want them to be safe and dry if you're on vacation somewhere or going down a water slide. But you're also using different kinds of marijuana for different things. Say that you need that you're not hungry because you whatever reason you want to smoke a sativa. But say you, you're having trouble sleeping. I'm saying for cancer patients or people with whatever disease, you want to smoke a, a different kind. You know, an indica. So you want to know which is which. I just can't think of a more convenient way. I really can't, Rufus. I really think that we stumbled into this fucking pretty good. Well, I, I don't think we stumbled into it. I think you've done a shitload of fucking research in R and D. Honestly, dude, you should give yourself some credit. I, I, you know what? I was and I stumbled my way through doing this with that fucking awful anemia too. Just so you know, 
<laughs> so I was dude, there was a time there was a time three weeks ago where was where I'm about to say, Fuck this, fuck the fucking bud buddy. Fuck it. I mean I wasn't gonna kill myself or anything, but I was having some fucking crazy thoughts because the anemia makes wow. me really depressed. Maybe the guy was right. I probably did was acting depressed and probably but depressants weren't antidepressants weren't gonna make me any better. I didn't. I didn't even take the first one. What I did was what I always do when I get like a medication from a doctor. I came home and I googled it. Yeah. And yep. after like five minutes, there's like no way I'm taking that shit. I don't care how many of them said it made me feel better or whatever. It made me feel a million percent better. I was like, I'll be the guy that it makes want to fucking kill himself probably. Well, that's what's weird about that fucking antidepressant shit. It's like even one of the side effects is suicidal thoughts. Right. I mean, aren't, exactly. Isn't that supposed to be like what it stops? Right. I mean, that's all I can think. I'm like, I would be the one guy that got on this shit, and my blood's all weird. First of all, my blood was like too thin or too thick or what the fuck ever. Who knows how some weird shit that gets in your blood would fucking react to some guy who's anemic? That's like them wanting to give me a stress test, dude, while they know that I'm fucking anemic. I could have easily had a fucking heart attack. God damn. Like they don't know. I'm like, dude, they scheduled the stress test. I'm anemic. I'm like, if you look online, I said, first of all, I can't catch my breath. I'm getting a headache. And if you look online, if you have anemia, you're not, you're supposed to lay around because not enough oxygen is getting to your fucking heart. Wow. And then they're wanting did, to you have, did you ever have any discomfort that you would consider cardiovascular? I mean, did your chest or fuck heart hurt? Yeah, fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, I, dude, I, there was no reason for me not to think I was having a fucking heart attack. Oh, my God. But I, well, Jesus. the only thing I would do is get online and Google, and I'm like, it. I easily could have died of a fucking heart attack, to be honest with you, if I was having one, because I was Googling. You know how we always talk? We're, like, talking ourselves out of it. I'm not having a fucking heart attack. I was, yeah. like, Googling down where it's like, I was like, well, it's not like a constant pressure pain like this guy's talking about. You know what I mean? But I'm uh-huh. thinking, it's pretty bad fucking pain, but fuck it. I'm scared. Wow. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, it definitely. Two things that it affects the most is your cardiovascular system your pulmonary system, and your fucking brain function. Because, it, dude, iron is the only way that oxygen attaches itself to blood. Without iron, you die. Because none of your body is getting any oxygen. <laughs> I mean, oh it's the crazy thing to think of, right? But this is the weird thing, Rufus. 50% of the world and the world's yeah. children are malnourished on fucking iron. What? Yes, like in other countries, like like poor countries, the kids don't. None of the kids. I'm like fifty. It's fifty three percent of kids don't get enough iron and are malnourished and acting weird. And this is the other deal, dude. That oh my god! They have linked mental illness, like people with psychotic breakdowns and people who hurt people with psychotic breakdowns. Like thirty percent of those people suffer are suffering from uh, anemia. Too, and when their blood gets back up, they start to have fucking rational thought again. This is like a, this is something I've never heard of. It's never been explored. Dude, I mean, this really want... needs to be like deeply yes, investigated and like cracked wide open. 
It, fuck, I'm, you're not kidding, dude. It really fucking does. I'm it's not. a real fucking problem. Can you imagine? I mean, it, as terrible as things were for you as a 46 and then 47 year old man, can you imagine how horrific it is for a child who doesn't even understand, no. can't even comprehend what reality no. is to begin with? Well, and that's the deal, dude. It also it creates an impaired cognitive cognitive development in kids. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like a major deal. And, and you just you know why you, you, this is the deal do they used to do a serum ferritin test on a CBC panel, right? Like a complete blood count like you get if you go for a blood test. They used to do the serum ferritin, but the fucking insurance companies decided it was too expensive so they took it off. The CBC. Oh my so god. So now if so now the most common blood uh, thing that any doctor asks for does not include the most important store of nutrient or of, of iron in your body. Insurance company. The world is fucked up, and you almost fell victim to it. I if not do. for your own astuteness. You say that, but that was the that. Like, when I was going through all this shit, I, that's what I was thinking to myself. I'm like, I'm trying to tell these people exactly what is fucking wrong with me. And they're saying, let's do two weeks of this. Let's give this two fucking weeks. That's what they kept doing to me. This is a sinus infection. Let's give it two weeks. This is uh inner ear infection. Let's give it two weeks. You know what? I mean, I'm being dead fucking serious, Rufus. And this is more than one doctor doing that to me. And I'm like, look. I'm fucking telling you what is wrong with me. I'm, I'm telling you, I did this to three fucking different doctors. And they're just like, mm, no, your numbers would be different. And I'm like, <laughs> no, this number, this number needs to be here. And I told, I even told the fucking hematologist guy, I'm like, look, I'm telling you, I mean, I, I was getting mad. I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm as big as this guy. I could fucking take him even in my weekend state, I think. But I'm, I'm telling you right now, that I feel better when my fucking hematocrit is at 54 and my iron or my hemoglobin is over 17. I said, I'm telling you that. I know that. I, I'm gonna, right? And I showed all these gonna, blood tests that I fucking had. And he's like, so you feel better when, when your blood iron and hemoglobin is high in iron? I'm like, dude, yes, that's what I'm fucking telling you. And he's the guy that's like, don't take the iron supplement. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, this occurred to me as a joke, but I'm being serious. I mean, since you did the footwork and you cured your own fucking situation. Yeah, my insurance company should pay me. I was going to say, can you you should bill somebody for all the <laughs> bullshit should. you went through. Dude, here is the ultimate fucking bullshit. Are you ready for this? I had to go Uh-oh. see that hematologist guy because the hematologist in my network wouldn't see me. Because he looked over the paperwork, and it looked like two of my numbers were in order, the two that he wanted to look at, the hemoglobin uh, and the hematocrit. He wouldn't even fucking again. see me. Right? Ridiculous. And then, Don't they want to help people? Right? Then I get a bill from this fucking guy in the mail that he, quote-unquote, saw me because he looked at my fucking chart and turned me away. What? What? Yeah. Yes, yes. He he. They were trying to bill me for him looking at my chart. 
And I'm like, no, no fucking way. I even said to the lady on the phone, I, I called her, I'm like, look, I need to see this guy. I'm telling you, it's not about something on the chart. And they're just like, sorry, he looked at your chart. He he doesn't need to see you. And so I called back. This is how desperate I am. I called back on their voicemail. I left this message. I'm like, hey, I'm just telling you, I just really need to see the hematologist. You know, it's the only one in my network that's even in the fucking area. And you're telling me that I can't see the doctor that I need to see. It was fucking nuts, dude. It was nuts, Rufus. They won't see you without a referral. Fuck you, retarded. The system is fucked. The system is fucked. It really is. I was thinking, I know what's wrong with me, and I can't get anyone to fucking help me. Even my wife was getting, like, mad. Like, what is going on here? And I kept saying, it's the system. It's the system. And I'm it sure is. it looks so out of my mind because I fucking – it also makes it so you don't eat. I lost, like, 16 pounds in, like, three oh, weeks. Fuck. I wasn't about that. And she's like, something is really wrong with you. And I'm like, I'm – duh. I'm fucking telling everybody that. And she she was crying because she's like she could see there was something really wrong with me and no one was fucking helping me. And I'm just like, I'm going out of my mind, I think. I mean, I must have been wow. so desperate. I can't even believe I'm fucking here, dude. I can't. I thank God I'm fucking here. I mean, I'm saying yeah. mentally. I was so out of it, dude, and so fucking downtrodden. To get, listen, anemia is an awful thing, dude. It causes depression. I mean, it, you know, you don't eat, you don't sleep. It's fucking horrible fucking thing. Really, it is. So basically, you you just have anxiety. The whole time? I'm I'm just kidding. I'm pretending to be oh. one of those doctors that just said you have anxiety. They're telling me I have anxiety, and I'm like, finally, I'm like, fuck yes, I have anxiety. I'm trying to tell you that it helps, and no one is fucking listening to me. I mean, it felt like it, it felt, dude, to me, it felt like it was some kind of fucking, like, it's a real movie where they like ganged up against me and they knew what was wrong with me. And I'm telling them like, I need the serum. I need the fucking serum, which turned out to be iron supplements, by the way, to fucking get, that's all they needed to do. That's all they fucking needed to do was give me fucking iron pills. And they just fucking wouldn't do it. And all, it all because they thought I had that hemochromatosis until I fucking insisted that they do the test. It was insane. They it's thought you had insane. it. They thought you had it, but had never done the test. Right, and then when I'm telling them, I'm telling the doctor, I'm like, well, my number is at five now, so something's wrong. I need iron, and they're like, well, we don't want to give you iron because you're going to store it. And I said, dude, I would rather have fucking liver cancer 20 years from now than fucking worry about making it through the next fucking 10 days. You know, I finally said that to that nurse practitioner. She's like, you're serious about this? I said, yes. What the fuck? I've been to five doctors in fucking seven days. Jesus Christ. Well, I wasn't going to stop until I got my fucking answer. That's who I am. I'm sorry. I was like, I'll go check myself into the fucking Mayo Clinic and be like, I'm not leaving here until someone finds out what's wrong with me. I don't care if it's in my fucking insurance plan or not. Because really, I was getting the runaround from the fucking insurance. So, was there a point where you thought, like literally, you thought in that moment that you're like, 
going to die. You're like, I'm. Yes. This is it. Yes. What, what, Most what, definitely, dude. Most definitely, I was like, I'm dead in fucking two or three weeks. No doubt. I don't even mean two or three weeks. I mean, like in in that moment, you're like, I if I close my eyes, if I try to go to sleep, I'm not waking up tomorrow. Yeah. Did yes, you? and you know wow. what? My wife will tell you exactly when it was, dude. It was like four o'clock in the morning. Like two day or three days after I found out how low my fucking iron was, right? And I mean, yeah. the, the over the counter iron supplements must have helped me a little bit because it kind of got me to that above, beyond that. But I was fucking up, and I I looked at her and I said, "You need to fucking check on me in a couple hours because I feel like I'm gonna fucking die if I fall asleep because my oh leg gives you fucking, gives you restless leg syndrome. So for like two or three weeks." Rufus, when I would try to fall asleep, my legs would keep me up all night, twitching. I mean, I had every really? fucking symptom of fucking anemia, except that my blood wasn't showing it. My blood numbers weren't showing it, except for my blood store. And they're like, well, that, that you still have, and I'm like, no, you don't fucking get it. I mean, I know I sound insane talking to you about this right now, but I was telling them, no, my numbers need to be up. I forget those numbers. I need more iron in my fucking system. Wow. And they're like, well, it's affecting you yet. And I'm like, I'm fucking telling you that it is, dude. I mean, I was practically crying. You know, I'm Damn. like, I'm telling. And they wouldn't listen. The only person listening was that nurse practitioner. Someone who God said, well, you know his body better than anyone else. It's like these doctors, I, I was saying, I don't feel right. And I'm telling you why. And they're like, no, you feel fine. Just not even willing to listen to my opinion on my own fucking health. That's the crazy part. God damn. It's a fucked up system, dude. It's a fucked up system. This At one point, I was like, I'm going to fly to fucking India, right? Because it only costs like three grand to go to the doctor there. You know, you, you ever see that thing with Morgan Spurlock where he goes overseas? And he, he, like, has a complete physical for three fucking grand. And I'm talking, like, an MRI of his whole body, a fucking one of those yeah. cameras down. You know, he swallows the camera and everything, and he gets it all done for 3500 bucks, including the hotel room that he fucking was staying in. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Nicaragua healthcare. I knew somebody who I mean, gave birth in Nicaragua, and they paid, like, 500 bucks. Right, but this was like all state-of-the-art shit, and you could go and order it yourself. You didn't need your doctor to tell you, you know, what was going on. You go in, you say, I want this fucking test, and they fucking do it. Here, you try, yeah. you got to be like, you can't just call up and order some fucking test. You got to have a doctor, what? a specialist. You know what I mean? It's all, it's all a stupid fucking web of fucking bullshit and bureaucracy it's, and insurance bullshit. It should be your body's a vehicle for your fucking soul. It should just be like going to the garage. You just you pick you find the best, you know, mechanic, and you go there. The government should have nothing to do with it. You don't have to deal with Our insurance. You just dude, be like. The government should have everything to fucking do with it. The problem is that the fucking insurance companies run the whole fucking deal, and they they fucking make money hand over fist by fucking making you do these stupid fucking tests. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the shit they right. get reimbursed from the government. The government needs to step in and say, we're taking control. This is how much you can charge for this. And I know I don't want to sound like some anti-freedom guy, 
But see, the free, we've lost our freedom because we've given it to fucking special interest groups who set the prices on fucking everything, and they're just called big corporations. Right. No, 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 you're right. I, I got that backwards. I mean, the insurance companies are the guys who shouldn't be able to dictate that. All the tax right. dollars we pay should cover it. We should just be able to walk into a fucking hospital and get exactly. shit done yep. because our it's coming out of our check. Our country has all that. If you look at it compared to other countries like Sweden, Finland, and stuff like that, even Canada, America has it all fucking wrong. Every bit of it, top and to bottom, is wrong. Education system, wrong. You know what I mean? Incarceration, wrong. Healthcare, wrong. You know what I mean? And why, why is that? I mean, because it's because, because of lobbyists. It's lobbyists. Yeah, it's right? capitalism. It's capitalism where it's just gotten to the every every like every dime just soaking up every other dime. You know what I mean? I mean they yeah, broke up L's yeah. way back when because you know they it was supposed to promote competition and then now they've just the people that made all the money off the bells in the first place want the monopoly back so they just pour it into the lobbyists and they get exactly what they want out of the fucking out of the government. You know, I've been starting to see capitalism a little differently in the past few years. Um, it seems to be more one of those things that seems good in theory. Like if you have an open market where people can do what they want and people pay right. a price for that and it works, but obviously doesn't work in practice, just like communism doesn't work in practice, even though it's a good theory. You know, everybody puts right. in everything to the pot and everybody gets back an equal share. So the problem is, you know, human greed ultimately takes over right. and fucks shit up. So I, I don't know right. what the solution is, but you're right. I mean, it's the, the capitalism is at the root of the problem because insurance companies would not be able to do what they do if not for capitalism insuring somehow their massive fucking profits and limiting, you know, right. it's you. It, it really what it what does they is need done. a private monopoly. Right, of the whole system is held captive by how many people in the world? Like 200, 300 people in the world control like 99% of the money. So, you know, it's just like you start with your little mom and pop Walmart operation and then you grow it into something as big as Walmart. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. Then you buy out the competition. That's right. That's not capitalism. You know what I mean? That's socialism under a private corporation, really, because they're just buying everything up till they have the fucking monopoly on the market. That was fucking brilliant, dude. I'm going to jot that down. I mean, it's taking away the whole idea of, I mean, really, it's, you buy your competitors until you're a monopoly. Yep. And then you make, and then see what the government does, then is they make the cost of entry into the market so high because these corporations tell them to, they, they can't ever get any new competitors because you got to get this license or that license or this has to be tested. Uh, dude, it's so much fucking bureaucracy with that bullshit. But really, it's not the government putting it together. It's the big corporations putting those things together and giving them to the government to implement 
to keep yeah, it's just a monopoly by a private corporation, really, that's all it is. Or like right, the government. Right. You know, it's it's communism owned by Walmart. But the problem is I mean it may not be the government directly, but the corporations and government are tied so closely together they're almost one and the same. I mean you yeah, can't you can blame corporations as much as you can blame government because the government is on the corporation dole. Right. They got their hands tied by the corporation. Exact Mundo. And they want their hands tied. They're willing slaves right. to the Not corporations because they get paid off. Exactly. And exact it's that simple. I mean it is really that that's what it is. That simple. They're, yeah. I mean you get a free lunch, you know, from who? The corporation. Well, who's your fucking loyalty to? I don't care what it is. A free lunch, a fucking Lexus or whatever. You're like, okay, I get it. And they're going to keep plying me with free lunches? Sure. I'll fucking be on board for that. Or Jen it's, a shame that something, it's a shame that something that is that simple to see and that is so very obvious is not that simple to fix. I mean, we're pretty much fucked. You know, because we're fucked because we're supposed to have our own lobbyists called the Electoral College who don't fucking even lobby for what we want them to. You know what I mean? And their vote is no good anyway. Remember the good old days when Bernie Sanders was in the game? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do, Rufus. And I like to think every day that if fucking. Hillary, like, I want her to get, like, blown wide open. You know what I mean? So that she has to drop out, and then I'm hoping Bernie could jump back in. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. But really, I mean, that that whole span of time where Bernie Sanders was really – he was really a contender. It wasn't just, like, pie-in-the-sky bullshit. It was like he was – he could be the guy. Maybe that didn't – that probably did not help my iron level depression at all either. No, I'm watching poor Bernie go up in flames. You know what I mean? Well, now we got Hillary or uh, uh-huh. Trump. Yeah. Who? I mean, I don't know. Neither of them are going to get anything done. No. No. Nothing. Nothing. There will be no change. You know, trust me, when when you're feeling as weird as I did and spending a lot of time on Google and researching this shit and seeing how many people are fucked over by the fucking insurance companies and shit like that, it makes you pretty fucking mad. Especially when you're feeling weird and you're, like, caught in this where you're getting bills for stuff that didn't help you. I mean, my deal is, like, the doctor and see the doctor should be, like, you should get, like, a 30-day guarantee. You know what I yes. mean? Like you do if you get your car fixed. They should be like, okay, if it doesn't work, come back within 30 days, and we'll we'll try something else. You know what I mean? You don't get charged for it. But I'm going back to these doctors and tell them, tell them the same thing, what's wrong with me, which they finally figured out, you know, after I told them the, like, 50th time, that uh, they just want to try something they know is not going to work. And they you know, know it's not going to work, so they can bill for it. Right, and they know I'll be back. I, it's the ultimate fucking bullshit scam circle. 
and sending me to other doctors. And I'm like, okay, now this guy is in on it too. Well, all right. Well, I got to run and take a, a leak like uh, I've never had to take a leak before. Well, it was a good show. Sorry we talked about what was wrong with me. Next show, we're, it's all a fun show. Fun show. But you I had what? to get I, this off. Yes. I, I have to say that I think this is maybe one of the most substantive shows we've ever done. And I hope people hear it and fucking wake I up. And, uh, you I mean, know what? Really, I hope it helps somebody, dude. It really. Absolutely. I mean, I'm being dead serious. I, I was pretty fucking sick with this. I really was. I really thought I was losing my mind. I'm not going to lie. I thought I was losing my mind. Dude, All I because have to say I, that during, I take notes during every show. I took more notes during this show than ever before because I didn't realize the shit you fucking went through. I mean, really, I thought, well, like I said, I thought maybe you had something like cancer and you were just kind of keeping it to the wayside. So did I at one but, point. I mean, honestly. Right. And this is, uh, you, I, I don't know. I, I, I never expected. It's way worse than I thought. I mean, some some cancer, but right. you could have fucking died. So it is cancer. Right. And it was, dude, I could have died like immediately. I mean, imagine that's all I could think about is like, I could have a fucking cardiac arrest. Because these people won't fucking give me the right iron supplement, basically, that I could buy over the fucking counter. The neglect and the oversight in the industry is fucking disgusting. So I I took a lot of fucking notes. I'm going to tag this episode with all those notes. And I think this might be the first episode. We might just become, like, social justice Warriors or something, and <laughs> we should be do some good in the world. I mean, really, because I was really put in fucking. I mean, that was that was horrible. That's a horrible thing for anybody. And to think that there's probably a million or two million people going through that every fucking day. And I'm not saying just with anemia. I'm saying the fucking rat race of trying to get oh, shit yeah. done and act like your doctor gives a shit about you past prescribing you a fucking pill. And all the people who aren't savvy enough like you to do some of their own research. I mean, what about people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and they're just trusting their doctor who ends up killing them? They're dead. Because here's the other thing, dude. There's, like, people out there that make you feel like you're losing your mind by just let it go. You know what I mean? You just, the problem is in your mind and all this shit. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe I am nuts. But then I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I mean, really, there was days, Rufus, when I thought I was nuts. And then I'm like, I don't know how, but I'm like gripping on to, to fucking reality somehow going, no, wow. you're not fucking nuts. And it just, it felt, I felt so weird. You've just never felt this weird in your life. It's like being on a bad hit of acid for like probably five weeks. I can't fucking imagine, dude. Well, I'm. I'm super okay. glad. All right, I know you're gonna push pants at eighty percent, man. Pretty soon we'll be back on Tuesday nights too. Could be with as soon as the next two weeks. So awesome. keep that in mind, folks. I'm gonna play us out with some beers, food here. I think that's gonna hit the spot tonight. What do you think? Awesome. awesome. And you enjoy your piss, Ruben. And I will talk to you on Tuesday, but I'll email you before then. All right, adios. Uh-
He's I, very hey, food, man, people. Yes, it is. And you know really what's good. good about beer? It's high in iron, too. Oh! <laughs> Check you out then. Thanks for listening to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.
Tuesdays and Fridays coming back soon, full time. Check y'all. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.